Nebraska News Service. Welcome to State of Waste. I'm Remy Vockel, and this is Episode 5, Reinventing Recycling. The whir of sewing machines can be heard in the Panhandle's largest sewing shop, where the walls are lined with patterned quilts and fabric of every color. Pat's creative sits on a family farm in the village of Hemingford. The farm, the sewing shop, and a tree planting business are based out of the area. Sonia Buskirk is co-owner of Pat's Creative and said a local hauling service would typically take all the waste created by these businesses straight to a landfill. We had so much cardboard and recyclables that they, they only take to landfills and they won't separate anything. So everything was just going to landfills. The businesses are now saving a wide range of materials to be recycled, from twine used on the farm to the plastic that fabrics come wrapped in. The items are stored in containers until they're ready to be picked up by Keep Alliance Beautiful, otherwise known as KAB, who collects them every two weeks. We were throwing so many, I don't have a clue what poundage would be, but the cardboard that that the fabric bolts and the boxes and things that, that they have picked up here is, I mean, it has to help somebody somewhere. John Ware is a resident of Alliance and works at the KAB Recycling Center, which processed 775,000 pounds of material last year. He said the facility serves as a recycling center for a large area of the state. North of us, there's really no recycling service and in, in the Panhandle. There really isn't much of anything at all. In some areas in the northwest part of the state, KAB doesn't have the resources to offer pickup services. In those cases, Ware has seen people come from as far as an hour away to deliver their recyclables. We've had people from the Sandhills come with, you know, uh, horse trailers about full of, of things where it's been, you know, months that they've been collecting, recycling, and, and bringing it to us. KAB is just one part of a larger operation. The model, Hub & Spoke, aims to make recycling more accessible in rural areas. Within the model, recycled material moves along a route, otherwise known as a spoke, in order to reach a central processor, a hub. Similar systems are being implemented in different areas state and nationwide and have the same basic design. Former Nebraska Recycling Council Program Director Leah Meyer said this process is vital for smaller communities who may not generate large amounts of waste. They can't send their materials to a processing facility um, or to necessarily to a broker on their own when they're only collecting, say, four to eight cubic yards of material a month. Once smaller communities send their materials to a hub, the hub uses equipment to sort and bale them. They are then sent to a processing facility and eventually end up in an end market. Keep Keith County Beautiful Executive Director Chris Vale said the process is intuitive for many reasons. The idea of moving stuff through the hub and spoke programs, I think, is number one, the most logistical way to go about it. And number two is cost effective. Leah Meyer said she's found that hubs serving around 10,000 residents are each recycling around 400 tons of material annually. These numbers make her think about communities that don't have access to a hub. You know, it's easy to extrapolate how many tons are actually going into the center without having that kind of outlet. Nebraska's recycling rate is around 17 percent. 
In comparison, the national recycling rate is just above 35%. Meyer said the main roadblock to increasing recycling in the state isn't a lack of interest. She found in areas where recycling was available, 80% of residents were highly motivated or somewhat motivated to recycle. In Nebraska, it's access. I don't think it's a, it's a lack of desire. One key element to the hub-and-spoke model is investment in the equipment needed at hub facilities, like First Star Fiber in Omaha. First Star is the largest materials recovery facility, or MRF, in the state. It serves as a main hub for many parts of the state, as smaller hubs may not have the equipment to fully process materials. In those cases, they may send the recyclables to First Star for further processing. Daniel Eastdale is First Star's Director of Sales and Marketing. Waste are a resource. If we can take that product, you know, take that, that piece of waste, put it back into the economic stream, um, not only are you creating jobs, you're benefiting the planet, you know, you're benefiting the state of Nebraska in terms of manufacturing. MRFs work by separating recyclables into streams and bailing them up to be sent to end mills, where they'll be made into new products. Eastdale said First Star is utilizing a variety of new technologies to streamline their process, from optical and robotic sorting equipment to overhead magnets for steel products. The machinery needed in MRFs like this doesn't come without cost. The Nebraska Department of Environment and Energy, known as NDEE, provided a grant for $374,705 to First Star for equipment in 2021. Aaron Miller is NDEE's grant supervisor. He said unique projects are more likely to stand out and receive funds. The more, you know, innovative or more, you know, different, maybe outside the box thinking um, that they have, uh, you know, the more likely they are to get funded as well. Chris Vale said Nebraska in particular provides many opportunities to expand recycling with the available funds. You can ask them for anything and they will most likely give you the grant funds because truly it's not that competitive. There aren't. It's not like we're in California where we have 9,000 people vying for these kinds of grants. Some funding is generated from fees charged for waste disposal in landfills, as 50% of the fee is put towards NDEE's Waste Reduction and Recycling Grants Program. Nebraska's fee rate is $1.25 per ton, significantly lower than that of the national average, which is $55.36 per ton. Meyer said the Saline Seward Waste Management Agency is one case of these fees funding recycling efforts. So the cost of the drop-off container, the maintenance, um, you know, when these these things wear out or they need new repairs or even reimbursing for the cost of gas, um, that has made saline and Seward a lot more stable in the um, recycling service they can provide. Vale said the largest grant she receives is for public education which goes hand-in-hand with recycling efforts. Because if we teach people how to recycle right, and they learn it from a very early age, they will do it forever. It's basically behavior modification. When considering the future of recycling in the state, Meyer said it's important for individuals to recognize their own habits while keeping track of what their local representatives are doing. Hold their their public policymakers um, to a higher standard with our solid waste collection. On November 17, 2021, Chris Vale met with Nebraska's representatives to do just that. She urged them to put infrastructure funding towards recycling efforts. So it was really kind of cool that I got to talk to them about uh, what we're doing here in Nebraska um, and really get them to champion from the federal level 
how we bring EPA money into our state. In communities like Hemingford, residents like Sonia Buskirk want to contribute to recycling efforts. If we can keep it out of the landfills, we're, you know, we're agricultural farmers, so we uh, do anything we can to uh, keep our lands clean and, and cared for. And although the desire to recycle is there, Buskirk said it's up to the community to make the process easy. And KAB does an absolutely excellent job trying to make it simple for people to recycle. They get gold stars for that. The success of this process hinges on the accessibility provided by programs like Hub & Spoke. Accessibility which has the potential to make a real difference in rural communities across the state.